joy. Merriam-Webster defines joy as the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. But that, as most dictionary definitions go, is much too cold a description. Joy seems to be much more than an emotion, doesn't it? Yes, we could reduce joy to the biological functions of our brain, releasing dopamine and neurons firing to produce this feeling. And while that may very well be what is happening, joy seems more intangible, loftier than that. Or so we think. While joy may seem bigger than us, is there not an inherent danger in placing joy as an end in and of itself, rather than as a byproduct of a job well done? Let us take one of the more quotable parts of the American Declaration of Independence. It reads as follows. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Happiness, or joy, is there etched into our minds as one of the foundational thoughts of this nation. However, the term happiness in 1776 did not mean the same as we suppose it means today. It did not mean joy for joy's sake. Happiness in this sense, what we may call joy, came from the idea that one could provide for oneself or family. This sense of security would in turn produce happiness. In other words, we gain joy when we work toward a goal and can reach it. That goal is not joy itself. Perhaps today, joy has been taken and made into the ultimate goal. In this line of thinking, we miss out on the fact that joy results from actions of doing good, of living well, of sharing in the society which we are a part of, etc. The more we chase joy, the more we will find ourselves forever running. But if we do not chase it, and rather do what we are called to do, our duty, then joy and happiness will come to us. When we strive for joy alone, we often become selfish, worrying only about what makes us feel good. We become hedonistic, and while hedonism may provide a temporary comfort, one which feels warm and pleasant, it will soon grow tiresome and worthless to us. Thus now you may ask, what is our duty? Our duty is to live well, not in the selfish sense, but rather in doing good for our fellow human beings, doing good for ourselves, and, in a sense, enjoying the life that has been given to us. I'd like to say that this does not discount that many of you listening may not be doing as great as you want to be doing at this stage in your life. However, in the midst of your sorrow, you can do good. The ways that you can put this into action are too much to enumerate in our short time here. But guide your life on the principle of doing good where you can for yourselves and for others, and you will find that joy is not that difficult to find. In fact, it might be closer than you think. Ecclesiastes 3, 12 through 13 and 22. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work, because that is their lot. 
or who can bring them to see what will happen after them. Thanks for listening. This has been More Than Sparrows. Music is by Blue Dot Sessions. Sound design and mastering are by Luis Cancio. New thoughts will be uploaded every Wednesday night. May God's wisdom guide us always.